0: Uh, right, you ready to start? Yes! Hello and welcome to the We Don't Grow Out podcast, a podcast about staying in. We've been doing it before and during lockdown, obviously, but before lockdown, we're going to carry on after. Games, film, TV, that's our jam. So, this More week... Nice. Oh, I do like marmalade marmalade from Toasted today. <laughs> <laughs> I love a bit of marmalade. Making you hungry. Oh. Mm. Some nice <laughs> thick cut-yourself bread. We're already off topic, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've yeah. not even listed the topics but and it,
1: we're off. But it was worth it because it was bit <laughs> marmalade. And everybody likes Paddington. So we're all right. That was another (laughs) tangent.
0: That's not one of the films we're talking about. (laughs) Um, Right, yeah, today we are talking about, uh, well, there's Gamescom going on. I've not seen much of it, but you've seen a few trailers, so we're going to talk about some of those. Um, What we've been playing, and then a few films you've watched, and then the film club, which is Blood Red Sky and The Dark, which I can't wait to talk about, but there for later. Uh, Right, let's start Gamescom. Let's start with Doki Doki V. I don't know how you say this. It's Doki V O K E and a capital V at the end. Yeah. You sent me the trailer for this and you've got a bit more info on
1: it. Not a lot. Only really what we've seen, well, not seen, seen, yeah, and read um, on Twitter. And what I first read was that it was, um, when I seen it, I thought, oh God, I just hope it's a single player game and not like one of these, um, is it an MMO, they call it? Yeah, massive multiplayer online title, whatever, uh, role play game, etc. Yeah, and then it came out. Someone says it is, and I was like, Oh my god, how typical. <laughs> and then the developer actually tweeted and says, No, it's not. It's now, it was planned that, but they changed through development, and it's now a single player, open world action adventure title. Mm. So I was like, Well, that's quite cool. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Rod. Right. I like open world games. I don't like it when they are like. Um, what's the word, like, I get a bit bored with, like, um, is it Horizon? I got a bit bored with that um, after a bit. I think it was possibly all the um, crafting and having to pick up items and stuff. Mm. Um, it was such a vast map. It was just huge, wasn't it? Mm. But um, I am going to go back to that, but back to Doki V. I don't know if that's... What's it called? Doki or do Doki.
0: D-O-K-E, D-O-K-E and then a capital V at the end.
1: Yeah. So, back to that Yeah, but I just... The trailer... Oh god, that trailer! I mean, even the—is it what do they call it? Um, North Korean music. That it's, it's not J-pop, is it?
0: Uh, K-pop is J-pop K-pop. is Japan. K-pop is that's Korean. It,
1: yes. Sorry, I knew it was something, but I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was J-pop. But I was thinking, what's the word for the Korean <laughs> pop music? Is that is that simple? It's just called yeah, J-pop. Yeah, that's it. But yeah. Um, the, the trailer's great. The music was really good. Um, it just—I saw it and I thought, there's no way. This is a PlayStation title. And I know it silly because we've had Ratchet and Clank and that, but I thought, there's no way that that's got to be like a PC thing or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it just looked great. Like the weapons looked like they were firing at confetti. They had like um, umbrellas for gliding down. They had skateboards. Um, there was a little go kart, like, um, you know, those little riding cars that children have. Hmm. It was one of those in the tray. I just thought, oh, God, this looks stupidly like.
0: It's just delightful. That's what yeah. it it, it's yeah. fun to describe. Yeah. I mean, because obviously we're talking, it's not a visual medium, but it's it's got a sort of anime look, but it's super polished. Yeah. And it's completely 3D. It it looks how, in my mind, I think the Pokemon game should look now yeah. at, at this stage in, and <laughs> in yeah. the, where they are. It should look like this. It's, it's so gorgeous. The detail, the lighting. Oh. I'm guessing it's not PS4. It's going to come straight to PS5, likely.
1: Yeah, I was say so, so. Did you get, like, Ghibli vibes of it at all? Or Ghibli? Slight.
0: Slight yeah. Ghibli. I don't know if it's Ghibli or Ghibli, but I'm I going Ghibli. You, I
1: don't know if that was because it was based, like, you know, a, a few of the films I've seen, like, most recently, was like have been based on an islands, and, you know, like, when it's on the motorway and you could see the sea
2: mm. and all
1: the horrors of the mountain and stuff. And I think that's kind of, like, the vibe of because I always find that Ghibli, 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 whatever you want to call it, like... Is this right, saying, like, the films always remind me, like, quite, they're quite nature-focused, like, they always look mm. quite, is it tranquil? Is that the right word I'm looking for? Like Yeah, and they look peaceful
0: and serene. Peaceful,
1: yeah, somewhere, like, you could just retire. Yes. Apart from, uh, asher, the fireflies. Is it Grave of the Fireflies? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> that, that's just, like, the saddest film ever. But, um, yeah, I just thought it, it just looked amazing. It looked colourful. Mm. So different from well, not everything, but from what we seem to be getting from the AAA devs at the moment.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just
0: yeah, and everyone... yeah, I
1: did get a bit of uh, the um, big Hero Six vibes from it, especially when the enemies turned up.
0: Yes, yeah, but yeah, so that's a good good point of reference. I'd say Big Hero Six. It kind of looks, uh, yeah, yeah, it feels a bit like that, but le- less um, neon, much more triangle.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, if they do a, a, night, a day a day time cycle in it you know like day and night mm. I'd love to see what it looks like in the night if they've got all like lit up through neon and stuff in certain parts I think they I think
0: they would do day and night yeah I think they will that's is that pretty standard now I can't think day and night cycles in open world games it is, it what, sorry? Me, is it standard now I feel like it is I
1: would probably say so yeah I mean yeah I would say so
0: mm. yeah anyway it looks gorgeous I'm not entirely sure what you do or Anything like that, but the look is—it's hooked me. And when you sent me that trailer, I would never heard of it before, never seen it before, no? and I couldn't take my eyes off it. It was gorgeous. Yeah. It looks like he's playing think... as a child too. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like quite a young child.
1: I like the fact that when you see him at the start, he kind of he was jumping around, and then you see him in other parts, or I don't know if it was a boy or a girl in different parts, and they didn't have all the equipment. And then you see him later on in the trailer, like they had lots of equipment on them. Mm. i was like that. It's really cool the way you can see all the gadgets. I mean, mm. maybe some hidden, but I do like that when you can see, like, like you know, when you play a, a video, some games like the change between shotgun and machine gun it just disappears. I like it in the game, like in the Last of Us Two, when she the shotguns on the back, or yeah, you know what I mean, or she holsters the pistol.
0: Yeah, it makes sense in. I mean, I know it doesn't have to do that, but I mean, in no. some games where you're carrying so much stuff, it's it's not real, <laughs> you know what I mean? No. So it's nice to see
1: yeah. the uh, physics of
0: it, the realism of it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Ironically, this game looks like it wouldn't bother with that because it's so... Um, yeah. Carto- not, well, it is cartoony, yeah. But yeah, gorgeous. Yeah.
2: Well, so let's,
0: let's talk about the other two games you mentioned, E-Football, which is the retitled PES. Yeah. And then a new football game, which I haven't seen anything about yet, called UFL.
1: Yeah. Which I was shocked, because I, I, me and you were just kind of saying, it's probably just going to be EFL, uh, not EFL, E-football.
0: Mm. Yeah, there was the a, new a tweet, wasn't there, you texted me, that said just new football game.
1: Yeah. And obviously, I've seen the trial, I've got to be excited, when I've seen the trial, I was like, UFL, what is that? And I thought, oh, is that Ubisoft football? And mm. uh Obviously, well, I'm going to guess it's not because there was no Ubisoft branding on there. But that was mm. really to make money a year ago or a few years back. Anyway, um, it was a CGI trial, nothing to get too excited about. It. And I think there was some like, you know, like notes in there like saying that it's they've been working on it for five years apparently. Um, it's yeah, it's a it's sim based, um, and it's they're going to have some five thousand licensed players from FIFA Pro and UEFA FIFA, or whatever. So, and likenesses. So, 5000 is probably, I'm not entirely sure, but I would probably say that probably covers all the major leagues in the world and superstars. Yeah, I think so. Um, that's not clubs, though. So, I reckon what little bees, because then they said it's about building your own club. So, which is cool, because like you could build on our let's just say, Ant FC or what, you know, the podcast. So, we can mm. have a, we don't go out FC or I don't know if it'll be multiplayer wise. But then I'm going to guess it's going to be the basic of building your team, mm. as i.e. like uh, my club and FIFA. But mm. they've said this is a fair to play game, not pay to win. So what they they're trying to say is it will be literally skill based. If you're winning matches, not because this is the problem with FIFA. This is why people spend so much as well. You're just literally trying to get the best players, and then how the scam people on FIFA is. Instead of just having Messi, you can then have UA for Champions League Messi and Gold Edition Messi. And so people are trying always to get those extra versions. You know, uh, like if they're. Yeah. It's you a know fight like yeah, yeah, that's what it's a con. Cause they do those Champions League editions and that where they've had amazing games and then people are trying to get those cards and mm. whatnot. And um, so that was pretty much all we know about that until we get a trailer or a demo of some sort, I guess. But then eFootball showed their trailer, and I've got to say, i was really, really unimpressed by the visuals. Um, did you see it?
0: No, I haven't seen it.
1: It was about six minutes long, and don't get me wrong, they weren't terrible by any means, but considering Konami K- 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 said when they was taking a year off, we're using Unreal Engine from Fox Engine, and, and it'll be our best game visually in all this, and... It didn't look ugly by any means, but considering what FIFA looked like last year, I didn't think it looked as good as FIFA. And I think that's partly down to the fact that they want it on all platforms, including mobile. And they're saying it won't affect the PlayStation 5 and Xbox versions, but to me, it won't affect them because they haven't really set the bar that high anyway. (laughs) Um, It's not going to have... It's all it'll have when it launches, I think, is a single-player mode, you know, like versus mode, basically, and PS5 versus PS5, and then eventually it'll come PS4 versus PS5, or maybe that's at launch, and then eventually you'll be able to play cross-play. Um, some of the new animations and shot stars won't be in the game at launch. Um, My club won't be in the game at launch. Um, Obviously they're going to put paid modes in there at some point as well, but I don't know. It was just a really, and what I saw of it, they're saying we've reworked all the AI in this and they're showing this long ball counter. So if your team is playing long ball against you and then it's showing how you counter, basically, they won the ball back, the defending team didn't. It just showed you three players running forward (laughs) and I was like, well, that's just a basic counter attack. That's not like, like, I don't understand it because, you know what I mean? Yeah, it didn't, it didn't make any sense, because you don't really counter-attack a long ball, because when you play a long ball you play it from defence to attack, don't
0: you? Yeah.
1: How do you counter-attack a long ball? You don't really, do you? regain position and you try to play through the thirds, because well, most teams do, because the defence is already back on their box, so you don't counter, you counter-attack off corners or off, you know, like an inception, mm. and I thought, well, that's just done the word and he's there, and Nothing really impressed me with football. He could play an absolute blinder, but he,
0: nothing impressed me in that trailer at all. Or got me really excited for it. It sounds like um, the long ball counter thing. Just sounds like the long ball. Yeah. But like, what, no, what uh, it early nineties Premier League.
1: No, but what they what they was describing it as like, was the say Villa and Leeds was playing. Leeds had played long ball, and it showed you the play. So Leeds mm. played this long ball. The player took it down. And then, let's say, Jack Grealish is in and took the ball off him. So now it was called a long ball counter-attack. But you can't really counter-attack a long ball because the defenders are normally sitting deep when you play a long ball. And it just showed you three Villa players running forward, sprinting, and the ball going forward. And I thought, but they're still outnumbered. Because they've played a long ball, they're still outnumbered. And I thought, it don't, that. I don't know, maybe I don't know enough about football management, but that made no sense.
0: I don't know, I, think I need to see it to understand it properly.
1: Yeah, you should watch a trailer, so it's six minutes long and it's it's not a terrible trailer, but like nothing there will make you think, Wow, they've really like No mm-hmm.
0: That's a bit wounded there, Dave, when you mentioned Jack Grealish getting on the board oh, for Aston yeah. Villa.
1: <laughs> got that lad who's changed his haircut to look like Jack Grealish, haven't you? The players right back.
0: <laughs> oh, well, um the Nottingham guy, what's his name? Matty yeah. Cash.
1: But that's it, Matty Cash, yeah, I, thought that. So I thought I thought, What oh, money is that Jack Grealish. <laughs> Yeah,
0: just to scare people They'll see him with his <clears throat> his Alice Band and his Villa kit and think oh
1: it's, he's here he's still here we love you Jack but yeah um, nothing really impressive there obviously I've seen nothing of UFL but it's just intriguing to know there's a new football game on the market and the yeah. most interesting thing to all this is if those two do quite well because someone like me I'm not saying I'm not going to buy FIFA but if that UFL came up before and I thought oh this ain't bad you know I quite like this just to dip in and out of every couple of weeks. Mm. And that would possibly put me off buying FIFA.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> well, the fact that eFootball largely is free, if you just want to dip yeah. in and play a few games... Yeah. And FIFA's what? 40 quid? 50 quid? Yeah. <clears throat> then, yeah, you don't really need to save that money. Yeah, uh, the only thing,
1: to be fair to FIFA, is they're still going to have their career mode, and they have.
0: it does look like they've done a lot of work on that this year.
1: But, you know time will tell and we'll get to play them at some point i think that's going to launch about september october the um E-F- e-football so yeah but i will see. Anyway, you know, i'm not going to write it completely off because it could come out and be a bl- bloody brilliant but
0: not hyped mm. well it like you say though it's just interesting there's a new one because yeah. I mean, who's it from? You said it wasn't Ubisoft. Do you know who it is from?
1: It's from, I think it's called Strikers Inc. or Strikers Inn or something like that, I think. The, the development team making it. That must have so, some um, serious investment, though. I've never heard of that. Yeah. But you, you just know, normally, me. And it makes me wonder whether it was that team that Ubisoft set about a few years ago and then Ubisoft got cold feet and maybe they found other backers. I mean... Maybe. If somebody gets that formula right... Um, you know, and it's a free-to-play game. And this is where I'm just going to talk a bit FIFA, like, It'd be interesting because if this does work and they're making money off this, then EA will have to respond. At some point, they will have to respond. If if there's a company saying, look, you can play our game for free and you can build your own teams, so that means that 40 quid you normally play for the game, you can just pull that straight on, on cards, building your team, mm. then, then that will eat into FIFA sales because I don't think... I mean I've wrong, I don't know the numbers, but I bet you to say if FIFA sells twenty million copies, how many of those twenty million are actually investing time in the single player modes?
0: Yeah. Not you many. Know. I think the thing the hold FIFA has is it's got all the licensing. That's it. Yeah. But and
1: this is the thing. It's got the licensing, but they don't actually have the licenses, the the, the exclusive license to any players.
0: Okay.
1: Unless they're retired, and then you can buy exclusive rights to players. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, if that's the case of like you could play UFL or e football for free, and then you can build your own club and design your own kits and all this crap in like a year's time, then people will be like, "Well, that's cool. I can design my own kits." I think they're doing that in um, Footers, what well, Fut as well. I hate calling it Foot. Um, Ultimate Team. Mm. But, but like you can do all that, and. Um, and then just buy your players, like pick your players you want, not have to go into a, like a raffle, a lottery, and hope you get a good player like they do in FIFA. Then it's just a whole new ball game. It's gonna, it could cause them massive headaches. But obviously, the main thing is does it play well, and if it does play well, then it's going to be an interesting landscape. And it's completely, this could change sports games forever. Everything: baseball, basketball, American football, hockey. Uh, I'm not gonna say soccer, but yeah, soccer. <laughs>
0: Because of the build your own team angle,
1: well, yeah, the free to play angle. I'm talking about.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. See, the thing is that people still want to just be their football team. Yeah. So if you, if I mean, but what's I don't stopping know. Are you just
1: calling Team Leeds United and just putting them in a white kit?
0: you very Anything true. You won't
1: have as the badge.
0: Very true. I don't know. I don't know how long FIFA can maintain selling its. Yeah, a full whack game. Yeah. I think they could yeah, go yeah. to like almost like a seasonal update, like like Fortnite by a new season, yeah. it's cheaper.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just mad. It's, that's where people will go in a few years. But they've really got their marketing down, haven't they? They're so on it. Like I see the professional football players get their big stats card from FIFA. Yeah. They're, they're all on board with it. And if you're in the world of football, like deep into it, and you're a big fan, and you've or you've just watched the games. FIFA is the game you gravitate to because of that. Yeah, yeah. And if you're into football, Don't
1: get me you, wrong. I'm not saying they're going anywhere. I'm just saying this is interesting in this.
0: Yeah. In,
1: in the future, I mean, we've just seen Sony, but the last few purchases and stuff. People are going, why are they investing in multiplayer? Why are they buying esports teams or esports channels? And why have they bought? Um, they bought that company didn't they that runs all the fighting game tournaments or something like that and it just makes you think but is that where the gaming gravitating towards more gamers are, is it that say there's 100 million gamers in the world, probably more than that obviously at the 100 million are like more than 50% just online multiplayer competitive gamers is that why Sony have seen it and said "Right, we'll still deliver our single player games but we need to get on board with this I don't know I think there's a lot
0: of people that don't play games but watch games.
1: Yeah, that you you was on about that before, wasn't it to be fair? Mm.
0: I don't I don't get it. I don't know how you could watch and not be interested in playing. Yeah. But I think I think that's that is a market. I mean so so much I mean look at <laughs> look at the stuff on Twitch and TikTok and, and YouTube. There's so, yeah. <laughs> so much stuff out there that yeah. that people watch. And I find myself watching the random stuff. I'm like, why am I watching this? And I think, <laughs> well I am enjoying it.
2: <laughs> so that, carry
0: on.
1: Once that takes off, though, mate, and the game, and I mean, for all I know, it could be a thing now. But once competitive gaming is even bigger, the bookies will jump on that. Mm. So, so when there's a Gran Turismo race, for example, you'll have the bookies saying in the championships and that, uh, it Ant at two to one and Dave at seven to one, and then your favourites there at evens and whatnot. And mm. uh, you know, we'll see.
0: Mm. Right, let's move on. Let's talk about... You've watched a, a host of things. Yeah. I oh, you get the time. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's start. Oh, no, what we're playing. You've been... To keep it with games, we've, what you've been playing, you've been playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. This shocked
1: me, because I just thought it was like um, Uncharted in Star Wars. Mm. And it's, 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 it's not heavy, but it has got Metroidvania elements. And um, it's quite enjoyable, if I'm honest. That you, you start out and you're, you're kind of on a linear path at the start, which is like a tutorial, and then you visit this planet. And I was like, all right, then so I'm just going to go down there. And then I thought, well, what's that over there on the right? So I went to the right, and it's not like everything's locked off, but there is certain areas which are blocked off. But they're not like, when I say blocked off, it's not like, oh, you have to learn this ability, you know, like this jump and wall slam. It's literally... You have to reconnect with the force.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: you only have a few tutorials. So, like there might be a ramp and you need to pull it down, but you might not be able to pull it down until like I don't know a couple of hours in. And little things like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's and it opens up more of the map. And the maps are big. I mean, I've been on three planets so far, and they're all decent sized. And like you learn how to wall run. And you learn how to like when you wall run, there might be a vine hanging or a rope, and you pull the rope to yourself and jump on that, then you swing across and you wall run again and you land and you know what i mean
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: it, it is good the the um the movement's great when you're running around and jumping and that but it's it feels a bit maybe it's because it's on the p i'm playing the ps four version at thirty frames per second maybe it's that it feels a bit stiff when you're trying to dodge and um the attack it feels very basic there is a there is a bit to it like with the dodging and the parrying and blocking and stuff and it is the combat is fun but it's it doesn't feel as much fun as God of War, for example. When you're mm. like laying into people, it just feels quite basic. But it is a good game. You know, it looks quite nice. The little robot you've got with you, which is obviously a, a Star Wars trait, they're always dead cute, and you you end up bloody loving them
0: on the main characters. <laughs> um, is it a 3D no. shooter? What, what what what's it like? It's-
1: It's third person, like like I said. I thought it was going to be like Uncharted, just a linear action game walking through levels, but it's it's not each planet you visit. is quite vast and quite opening. They just open more and more and more and more. And you're just like, what? Uh, Like, it just shocks you. But if there's one thing I'm not keen on is that when you return to the map and you need to get back to the ship, you've got to kind of traipse all the way back where you think, like, these meditation points you reach where you can level up your skills and that. You think they just let you fast travel between them, but it doesn't so far. Yeah.
0: That seems like an obvious thing it would let you do.
1: Yeah. I would say I'm about four hours in so far. Um, I did see someone say it's 30 to 40 hours to platinum, so maybe I'm nowhere even near the halfway point, but I feel like I've made a lot of progression and my skill tree is nearly finished. Oh, and that's one thing it does. It's got like a dark souls element to it. So if you clear an area um, and you're low on health, you can find a meditation spot. When you get to this meditation spot, the screen goes black. You're in meditation. You can't be hit or anything because it's like a safe place. Mm. Like, like the safe room isn't evil, so you know, I can obviously it saves every time you get to one of these, and then you can either leave, you can upgrade on your skill tree if you've got any skill points, which you earn by battering people and using the force and stuff, and then the other option is um, regenerate your health. And your little robot BD, one I think he's called, he has these little stims and obviously as you upgrade you you can carry more and more and they regain your health so if you decide to regain your health and fill up BD1 with extra st- stems or stims whatever they're called all the enemies in the map respawn as well okay so like you have to fight those again so it's like if you're playing on a really tough difficulty mode i like shit what do I do and it's not like heavy like Dark Souls but it is an interesting thing they did with it so there's that and then you do fight a lot of enemies one on one, and it has got that kind of—I don't want to say Dark Souls because Dark Souls is mega tough. But you know when you play, when you play Bloodborne, you kind of have to decide when you're going to attack, when to parry, when to back off, and stuff. Mm. A bit like that when you fight some of the tougher enemies. But that's it, really. But to be fair, that's it so far from what I've played. But it is a very, very good game.
0: Is it as tight as Uncharted and Last of Us? Does it feel as slick?
1: Yes, it's by Respawn, who made that title for all games. Oh. It, it, it is. It's, it's, I mean, I'll probably pop on PlayStation Plus, or it might be on PlayStation now, but um, I'm not sure if you'd enjoy it. I'm not quite sure if you enjoy Star Wars and sci-fi. I'm not a massive Star Wars fan, by any means.
0: I, but like, I, do. I like sci-fi.
1: Yeah, I like sci-fi. I like, I like Star Wars to an extent, but I'm not like I have to see it. But I think the video games are usually better than the films. But in um, the yeah, it's a good game. It's a really good game. I'm going to play that squadron soon as well.
0: So that was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. How old's that now? I feel like I've heard that a lot, that name. I think
1: maybe two years, maybe. Mm.
0: Yeah, I might check that out, actually. I I just want more Uncharted and (laughs) Last of Us. I love that perspective, the third person. Yeah. All that, yeah. Right. I haven't been playing anything because I just don't know I just don't know <laughs> Not at the time PlayStation 5, I bought it and I just have not utilised the fact that I have one um, Love, Death and Robots I watched this a while ago but you just recently finished it, season 2 this is a yeah. Net- Netflix uh, short story, it's not really connected well they are connected, they're connected with the three themes of love, death and robots Yeah. Um, what did you make of this?
1: The second season shorter, isn't it? A lot shorter. Um, it was good, it wasn't as good as the first season for me. Um, I'm not sure, maybe, maybe I'm just thinking back to the first season because there's more episodes, so there's more to enjoy.
0: Perhaps, but um, uh, sorry, perhaps, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it, was all, it was all decent. Um, I think there was a lot more in this one, and uh, those kind of CGI shorts, you know, mm. like um. Well, yeah, basically CGI shorts. Um, whereas before they had like all types of animation, which I, you know, I did like some of the different types in the previous one. I think my favourite one in season one was the was it the farmers when they fight the aliens and they're in those th- big necks. Yeah, I think that was my favourite one in season one. And um, in in this one, I would probably say my favourite one was. Um, I can't think of all of them me, but I think the one that stuck with me the most was the one when um, he's immortal and he's a child killer he has to kill children who live below the city I don't remember that I could yeah, only, like...
0: I, only two have stuck in my mind and that was the one where the house robot tries to kill the person
1: oh, yeah, the owner funny,
0: yeah. Yeah. and then the last one which I wanted to talk to you about because when that started I thought oh this one's a completely different tone and I liked the animation, the look of it, and I liked the concept, and I was interested to see where it went. And then I didn't really... There was no, like, payoff. I didn't really get it. What was the the, last one? Where the giant is washed up on the beach, like a massive human. Yeah. Apparently it's from a short sci-fi story, but Mm. um, maybe it would make more sense with the story. But did you get it? Did you uh, feel like you understood the point or the metaphor or whatever it was going on? I kind of, like,
1: just... When I watched it, it wasn't poetry, but I kind of like watched it as though the bloke, it like, you no, know, it wasn't poetry, but I watched it like it was almost like a poem. Like, he was going back every day and he was talking about it. And, like, um, I don't know whether it was more about just like who this joint, well, obviously, he's a joint, but like, how it, everything succumbs to time. And,. Um, mm you know what I mean and um, like it like, was described like this vast huge giant like you know which could have just crushed everybody and there was just at first it was all amazed by it but then like everything they just grew bored of seeing it and there was graffiti on it and you know yeah. all sorts of wacky stuff on it like sliding down his nose and stuff and it just yeah I, I just I took it as though it was just like life's precious and time waits for no man <laughs> <laughs> well that was just the way I read into it but it probably means something completely different
0: I think you get from it what you get from it if that's what you get from it that's that's good I, I was looking for something I, just, I couldn't put my finger on what it was trying to tell me or what I was getting yeah. from it but that was probably my it's one that stuck with me the most I, I was just... kind of
1: thinking it was going to wake up on day two or three and just get up and <laughs> look, this is going to be amazing when it gets up and <laughs> just goes back into the sea
0: yeah but now it starts to decay, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm just looking at the, season, the episode list. I don't remember the one called Ice. Two brothers far from home join genetically modded locals in a deadly race. Oh, I do remember that one.
1: Which one was that?
0: They, oh, they yeah, yeah, him. yeah. That was
1: quite good. The animation when the mm. electric whales, was it? Yeah. yeah. They were jumping through the ice. That was quite good, that was. But I think my favourite, all it was a bit depressing, was, like I say, the one with the... Like the he's a sort of cop. And he's killing children in the suburbs where they're not meant to be having children.
0: Oh, that sounds really. I can't think what it looked like.
1: And then he goes back up top, and his girlfriend's like the. Oh yes.
0: Singer, but I
1: think it turns out she was actually the child he saved. or yes. Something like that. That and was then... that was a good
0: episode. Yeah. Uh, and the one, the tall grass, where he gets off the off the train yes he says don't go in the tall grass oh
1: I forgot about that one that was very good that, that was, was good. Very, very good that was yes yeah. really like that one
0: um, all through the house I wasn't bothered about the two kids with the Christmas presents oh that was good as well oh, I wasn't uh, fussed about that one
1: so strange it was, oh it made me like repulsed me when he was like good and he just like <laughs> pukes up that present he goes I asked for this <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that one. And that was, was that stop motion, that one? Or was it CGI? Did it looked
0: like stop motion? I bet it was CGI. Yeah, made to look like stop motion. Mm. Yeah. I think Grass might have been my favourite looking at this list. Actually, I'm
1: thinking back to it. It was a pretty good season. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> this really good, that. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's yeah. a very
1: good, it's, I do like the idea, and I hope they do make a third season.
0: Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I watch them when they come around. Yeah. It, it was like four or five years between seasons wasn't it I think it, yeah I think you might be right know, I'm trying to find oh there you go volume two I gotta look at volume one See if there's anything I've forgotten from this one I oh, yeah, I might just watch these again volume one it's been so long well I
1: started watching season one again
0: when it finished mm. oh yeah there's a lot more episodes isn't there yeah um, not, remember, I, not remembering much from them some of them are very short, like less than 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Love Death and Robots. If you haven't heard of it or watched it, we recommend. Yeah, a exactly. will. You might not like every episode, but yeah, it is enjoyable. <laughs> but
1: that's, that's the nature of the beast, isn't it, with that type of show?
0: Yeah. Uh, right, a few films you've seen, which you told me about. The Kid Detective. Right, I'll be dead fast with these. Go for it.
1: The Kid Detective, the lead in it, he's in Shazam. He's been in a couple of other things, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. But he plays one of the adult heroes at the end of Shazam. Mm. Have
0: seen Shazam yet? I haven't started it yet. Oh, bollocks.
1: Anyway, <laughs> he's in Shazam, and he's in this, and he plays this kid detective. Well, he's not a kid. He's obviously an adult. But when he was a child, he solved a few a crime, and he became quite famous in the town, and basically got his own office. Um, the mayor gave him his own office, and he solved lots of little petty crimes and he was known mm. as a kid detective who's the star of the town. Anyway, fast forward like 16 years or something and he's basically depressed and he's a bit of a, a way star and he's still running this detective agency and he's just getting shitty like jobs and stuff now
2: mm.
1: until a girl ter- a, a young girl turns up at his desk and says to him, I want to help find who murdered my boyfriend because the police have made no progress. And then it goes from there to the end of the film and there's lots of little plot lines and a lot of story de- character development and um you get to the end and it's very good when you find out who did it. it's not like this massive reveal. Mm. You know, like hey, you're waiting for it, you know, You know, like, because 'cause you're quite interested in the characters in it. And um you get your reveal which is good, but then you get another little reveal which is even better. And um it's for me it's I watched it on Sky movies, but it's definitely worth seeing. It's a really good like detective noir, like modern day noir film. So that is, no, I don't want to say we'll
0: see, but I think someone like you would
1: appreciate that.
0: Cool. I can't watch it. I haven't got Sky.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it'll pop up on Prime or Netflix at some point and then Yeah, it, it does will.
0: The, the kid detective. I'll keep my eyes peeled. Right. And you watched something called Cruel Summer. Oh, this was brilliant. What, so, was, this was, on? On what was this on before I get excited? What I was, was
1: it I was on? Say, so on? I was going to Twitter and there was a promotion, like, you know, a promoted tweet on the. Um, you know, when you've got the magnifying glass, which is like mm. what's trending. Search. And it said, cruel summer, come to prime today. Uh, and then I seen someone, right, this was the biggest hit in America last year, I think. I'm like, ooh. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm to try and read like a couple of tweets of it, and it ruined. And someone says, it's one of the best um, mystery thrillers that you'll see in recent years. TV series, I was like, all right, which intrigues me more because I like it to be a bit longer. And then i will send this one tweet, and this girl says, episode one, hmm, like emoji. Mm. Episode two, two emoji, two, like, and then as it got to episode ten, there was, like, more emojis about, like, intrigue and, you know, when you're thinking and stuff like that. And then episode ten was just, like, a head exploding. (laughs) (laughs) And then loads of people have been writing, oh, my God, how good is the twist in this? So do you want me to tell you the basic synopsis for it?
0: I think you've sold it to me, Dave. (laughs)
1: Yeah. it is really good and but like I suppose I should describe it a little bit in case anyone's listening but like yeah, it's based on two girls starts off in 1993 and it's based in the same months in each year so 1993 I think around July 1994 July 1995 in July in the summer holidays mm-hmm. each year and then towards the end um, it goes in towards the I think it's November October but it starts then anyway in the first year, the one girl is a nerd. In the second year, because it starts off straight away, it shows you each year in each episode, it keeps going back through every year in each episode. Mm. So you have to pay attention. It used different filters, and the characters look different, so you have to pay attention. So in the first year, she's a nerd. Second year, she's suddenly become the high school beauty. In the third year, she's cut her hair off, and she's completely like, fuck the world, fuck this, fuck that. mm the other girl is the high school beauty in episode one, and she's a lovely girl. She won't say a bad word about anyone. Second episode, second year, 1994, she's gone missing. Mm. Then in 1995, she's actually returned. And I'm not going to say what happens between the two girls, because you need to watch it, but there is two stories going on here, and they one of the... You, you're led to believe one of them is telling the truth and one of them is telling a lie, and he, you'll watch the whole thing trying to work out who he's telling what. It's like <laughs> Really good, and then you get to the reveal at the end, and you're just like, "Holy crap!" Really, really good.
0: Okay, that's Cruel Summer on yeah. Amazon Prime. Again, I want to watch that. <clears throat> yeah, I think Daniel will like that. Oh, you do. I was, go- yeah. I was going to say. You know Danny's rules about what she will and won't watch. (laughs)
1: There's no serious violence or gore or nothing like that here.
0: Okay, cool. Well, that's brilliant because we need something to watch. We've just we've just finished um, crashing. Have you heard of crashing? No. It's on Netflix, but I think it was first. Well, definitely it was first on Channel Four. Yeah. So it might be on the all four as well. But um, have you seen Fleabag? I can't remember. Yes, the first season. Did you like Fleabag? Yeah, very good. Um, I definitely recommend watching the rest of Fleabag if you've only seen season one. But it's yeah. the same woman who wrote and starred in Fleabag. She wrote yeah. and starred in this. I don't know if it came before or after. I've never heard of it. Danny mm-hmm. just found it and put it on. It's called Crashing. Uh, Crashing, and it's about uh, the character Fleabag. Obviously, not the same character, but I can't remember her name yeah. in this. And she goes and stays in a abandoned hospital. Yeah, in London, basically squatting because she knows yeah. some people who are already squatting there, and uh, and that's the that's the setup. Her, she has a relationship, like a friend, uh, who who's already there, but he's male, yeah. and that's basically where the uh, the intrigue lies. Okay. it's a it's another comedy, and it's it's very funny. Um, obviously, it goes a bit too far sometimes; it gets a bit too silly. Only in like two or three scenes. Yeah. Um yeah I really enjoyed it I can't believe I'd never heard of it because Fleabag was so big and she was such a big star at the back of it yeah. I don't know why this one called Crashing didn't get any any love or one said oh have you seen Fleabag you should watch this she's wrote and starred in this as well but I thought it was brilliant not as oh is it as good as Fleabag it's more conventional than Fleabag yeah. there's no talking to the camera like in Fleabag or anything yeah. like that more of a conventional comedy but very good I recommend that.
1: Is, what's her name? Is it Phoebe Summit?
0: Sounds right. Let me look her up. Let me look up "Crashing on Netflix." I think she's brilliant. She's written this is a completely different comedy, and she's written and starred in both. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Phoebe Weller or Waller Bridge.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say she got—is it a double barrel or something like
0: that? Yeah. Wallabridge, Bridge, Phoebe, Phoebe Wallabridge. Bridge. So that came out in 2016. When was Fleabag out?
1: Oh, I think Fleabag's after that in there. Probably. Is that 2016? I can't find the date of it. Oh, yeah, 2016. And then you got Fleabag 2016
0: to 2019. Oh, so they overlap. That was close.
1: Uh...
0: Yeah, Fleabag, fantastic. This is very good. I like think Feedback probably is a cut above just because it does something a bit new. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I would recommend Crashing. Right, you've also seen, right, back to oh, you.
1: What's that on E4, did you It's on Netflix. Oh, Netflix.
0: Crashing's mm. on Netflix. Crashing's okay. on Netflix, but when you boot it up on Netflix, this is all Channel 4 stuff, so it definitely yeah. was on Channel 4. Okay, no. Uh, what else have I got here that you've watched? Don't Breathe 2. I don't know how they oh. pulled a sequel out of this. You're gonna have to explain it to me.
1: <laughs> what? so I to like do it? It's not like a major spoiler because you'll find this out right at the start.
0: But try not to spoil the first film. I okay, um, I was
1: just gonna say, to Jack. Can you remember how the first film ended?
0: Um. No, I can't. I think the girl escapes, doesn't she? She is she? In a car at the end, and he's attacking it, and she then she gets away. I think
1: it's something like that. But this, well, this starts and he's got a daughter. Okay. And so he's got a young girl, and I thought, oh, is this a prequel? Because when I saw the trailer for this, I was like, hang on, why is he being made out to be the good guy in the trailer? Because I thought, mm. was he like the bad guy in the first one? Or did we was we meant to sympathise with him because that girl, you know, the one he's in the basement.
2: Mm.
0: Uh,
1: we're going to have to talk full spoilers here because he's going to talk in riddles, anyway.
0: we? We <laughs> are, yeah. Let's yeah. just... A sh- okay, spoilers for Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe, the, yeah. The first film.
1: So, yeah. So, because obviously in the first film, he's got the girl in the basement and he makes he justifies having her in there because she killed his daughter in a hit and run, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot right. the details, but yes, that's right.
1: Does he write that girl in the basement or does he use the chicken baster to try and impregnate her?
0: I'm gonna say Chicken Baster, yeah. Which he's blind, <laughs> well, twerk, incidentally. Twerk, whatever it's called, yeah. Mm. So,
1: yeah. So, in the second film, he's got this girl, and you're like, okay. But at the start, it shows you this girl leaving a house which is on fire, and it's set, and then she falls out and faints. He goes eight years later, and I thought, hang on, that looks like the neighbourhood from the first one, but I couldn't remember it. At all. I thought, did he? Is that the girl who escaped, or was that? The girl from the basement, and I couldn't fucking think anyway. The film goes on, and basically, he's got this girl, and she believes it's her dad. Mm. The blind guys. Mm. Um, the first half of the film is brilliant. Um, like, shit basically goes down. Someone's trying to kidnap the girl, um, and he's like trying to stop him from kidnapping her the house. And the camera work around the house is great, it's very violent, very gory. And um, some of the camera movements, and the way they've done some of the stuff in there is brilliant, and the timing and stuff, you know, like, to synchronise it all. So they just about dodge the eyesight of, like, somebody, you know, one of the intruders and all that stuff. And anyway, that's good. Eventually moves into the finale, the final film of the film, and it just kind of, like, just, like, this is fucking daft. Like, and it's just... It sounds silly me saying this because I love horror, but it's just too violent. Like, just
0: (laughs) too violent for Dave.
1: Yeah, like you know, like like, when I watched the original Saw, I liked the original Saw, and not because of the violence, because I thought it was a good story. It was interesting. It was new, and it had that brilliant um, ending. When I watched Saw 2, I watched that and I thought, oh, God, this is a bit grisly. And it does make me feel a bit nauseous when I watch stuff like that. And mm. it, 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 I watched the, the Saw films, kept watching them for the twists. But it just got worse and worse. And I don't, I'm not really into torture Porn. I like body horror. Like, you know, when I watch a David um, Lynch film and stuff like that. Is it David Lynch?
0: Mm. No, it's not David Lynch. Is it David Lynch? Yes, that is a name. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. But I'm trying to think who does all the body horror. But anyway, um, but they don't have it throughout the film. They have little like build up intention thinking, oh, something bad's gonna happen. You might have three in a film, maybe four, to push it towards the end. Like, well, that keeps and, them shocking, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And in this, there's just too much stabbing, too much slicing of necks, and like stuff <laughs> like that. And you're kind of like, oh god. And at the end, I mean, he literally gets stabbed, slashed in the stomach. Um, have, someone stabs him in the back, and just like. The fuck is he still walking? Like, it's ridiculous. Mm, too much. And then, you know, and don't forget, like, he's got all these senses. Like, the Mecca his senses are really um, more attuned because obviously he's blind. And he's to not... show you that. He's is
0: he supposed, supposed to be like
1: um dead?
0: Yeah. <laughs> is yeah, that yeah, we yeah, supposed yeah, to believe?
1: Because at the one scene, he's lying in this puddle of water, waiting for him to come in the room, and when they're doing, the water ripples at his fingers, he shoots them all. Okay. And, he's like, fuck, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, which I thought, he looked cool and cool, but I thought, it's stupid as well.
2: Mm.
1: But then, at the end, this is what tough. He, he basically, and I hate this, what he says, he gets this bloke, and he rips his eyes out, and he goes, you'll see what I see. And I thought, yeah, but you see nothing, so that makes no sense. <laughs> so, even though he's saying, like, you'll see nothing, he should have just said, uh, yeah, uh, you'll live like I do, or something daft like that. Mm. So, he gouges his eyeballs out. Anyway, the bloke falls on the floor. And I thought, he ain't dead. No way he's fucking dead. So he walks off and he collapses and the girl comes over to him and she's like holding his wound and she's like, you like, just let me die. You've done enough for me and all this shit. Anyway, he says, go away, leave me alone, so she runs off crying. And then the bloke, you know. Eye gouged. Yeah, the eye gouged guy suddenly turns up behind him and uh, I think he stabs him again and then he's about to slit his throat and the football hang on, How did he sneak up on him when he's got these fucking amazing senses? (laughs) And this guy, he's newly blind. So Mm. he should have been stumbling all over the place and falling out and like reaching out to find him.
2: And freaked out, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know I'm being really anal and pedantic, but you know what I mean? And then, obviously, she kills him and fucking, then it it kind of ends. And it's like, I said to my mate, because I went to my mate, I said, you know what, I really enjoyed it until they left the house, and when they left the house, that was it, I was just, I wasn't, I said it just lost me, then the film did.
0: Mm. Yeah, it sounds, I know you just pulled it all, and I don't really care, because it sounds like I shouldn't bother watching
1: it. Well, I was going to say, you'll watch it at some point, you'll see it on TV, it's not, you shouldn't rush out to go and see it, I think when it comes on TV or something, in a few years' time, watch it and see what you think, if you like the original, I think you owe it to yourself to see the sequel, but you will watch it and think, I think you'll agree with me. I think you'll watch it first and I'll think that was good. That was tense. That was interesting. And then the second half you'll think, eh. <laughs> or the finale, <laughs> the final act. Yeah, you will think, yeah. That's how I feel like when I watch films like that. Yeah. Look, you knew it's bad you knew it ended bad because when people was coming out, you can tell in the tone there was muttering about it.
0: Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it doesn't it doesn't sound like I would bother watching it.
1: I think you should because if you've enjoyed the original it is. Two thirds of the film are very good. It's just, it's literally the last 15, 20 minutes. You're like, fucking hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, yeah. There's, lo- there's loads of fuck ups in it as well. Like, at one point, the girl hides in this metal container. She takes her, getting in the locker. She gets in the locker and locks from the inside. And there's a vent at the top. And this big, muscly bloke comes in and he can't open the door and he's fucking smashing it and pulling it. And he can't open it. So he, fun- so he basically says puts a hose pipe in there and tries to drown the girl out to get her out of the locker anyway the dad comes down big fighting shoes she's drowning so what does he do he tries to push the locker over and I says to my mate I says fucking no chances because the water should have leaked to the bottom of the doors anyway I said but because it didn't obviously it's stuck in there I said that'll weigh fucking more than a ton that locker anyway somehow manages to wedge himself between the locker and the wall and push it over load of bollocks <laughs> so he pushes it over and then, all the water's coming in, but it's not coming in fast enough. So he just pulls the doors out, and I thought, well, hang on. he's nowhere near as big as that bloke was before. So how the fuck did he manage to do that? Do you know what I mean? Just mm. little like that.
0: It sounds oh. quite bad, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it might, might sound it, but honestly, Ant, I was really, really enjoying it until the bit when they left the house, and then I was like, no.
0: <laughs> no,
1: because it is really tense. It is very good. The way they did the first half, the yeah.
0: film. the first film's good I enjoyed the first film oh the first film's brilliant I, I always tell people that's a film you should watch but I don't know I when I saw there was a second one I was like how oh, are they gonna do this I yeah. think a prequel would have made more sense
1: yes possibly yeah
0: yeah although quite a sad depressing story <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah but
0: it would have been good if they could flip it and make you feel for him because that would put a whole new whole new angle on the on the Original
1: because I'm sure in the sequel, this woman says to him, I know that you know, feeling, um, feeling like you're the, the bad guy, and he says, like, and I'm sure he says to her, I've killed and I've raped. And I'm thinking, whoa, did he just <laughs> say raped? And I says to my mate, did he say raped? And he says, I'm not sure if he said raped or something else. And I says, but even if he did, if he had, it's really, even in a movie, inappropriate for him to say that to, another, to a woman. I don't know. Mm. Maybe I've got that wrong and he didn't say raped, but I thought when he said right, it, I was like, good. hot. I don't know, mate, because he, he speaks in this really gravelly voice. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> like, Classic bad guy voice.
1: <laughs> he like, talks, no, like, this is, he's like kind of like the good guy, And they say he say you know, the blind guy, he talks like that. Mm. And when he talks like that, he goes like, <laughs> <laughs> like that. Like, it's like he's breathing in every time he talks. So I was like, did he say that? Like I, I, My head went back and my eyes went, well, I said to my mate, did he just say that? He went, I don't know
0: that was weird mm. okay uh-huh. let's move on to our our film club I think that's everything uh-huh. that we talked about would not it yeah
1: edit don't edit don't breathe too out eh? <laughs> 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 waste of breath anyway film club watch first Netflix
0: uh, yeah film club uh, the films we agreed to watch last episode which were Blood Red Sky that was your pick yeah. That's the Uh Netflix film, and The Dark. There were two versions of The Dark on Prime. It was the newest one. Um, As is tradition, we'll start with the Netflix film. Yep. Blood Red Sky. Your pick, Dave. I'll let you lead. Okay.
1: So I was in the trailer for this, I think,
0: about two weeks before it
1: came out. I thought, well, that looks good, interesting. It's obviously a B-movie. The the plot and that is... I like the fact that it was like... um, it's not spoilers, it it's a vampire film.
0: Well, this is full spoilers. This is the film yeah. we'll have Full spoilers from here on in.
1: Yeah. So I like the fact that it's like basically a vampire film, but it's kind of it's quite claustrophobic as well in it to an extent. I know it's like sitting on a big plane, ain't like tiny little things anymore, but it's quite claustrophobic. Um and I did enjoy it the most part. It just again a bit like Don't Breathe, the final twenty minutes. I started to like. Nah, this could. This should have ended now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it Crash was just the
2: going plane.
1: on. Crash the plane. <laughs> yeah, like I liked the backstory. I thought that was really good. That was that backstory bits were really good. But I just thought really like when that bloke um, kind of injects himself with in the blood and that I thought would just whew. and he's everybody on the plane infected and all that and I thought yeah, I yeah, suppose it is good, but it just. There should have been bits taken out of the film so they could have got all that in at a shorter run time. Because towards the end, I was like, oh, like, you know what I mean? I was just Are like, oh, Yeah, the last, I think the last 15 minutes, I was kind of like, I enjoyed it. But I was kind of like, oh, it could do, this is just a bit too long for what it is. Do you mm, know what I've I mean? I really enjoyed it. No, I, I did enjoy it. It's not, it's not me saying it's a bad film. So I would mm. tell people to watch it. I just mm. felt the runtime, I think it was two hours just under two hours. Mm. Maybe just over. I just thought it was just a bit too long, if I'm honest.
0: Ah. I really enjoyed it. Obviously, it, it is a vampire film, but I went in not knowing that. Yeah. Because you picked I it. Didn't I didn't know that. No, because you picked it. I never, when you yeah. pick a film, if I don't know anything about it, I don't look into it. Yeah. Because I'm going to watch it regardless, and I like to go into a film blind. So it starts, and it's a bit like um, Dust Till Dawn. It yeah. starts not being vampire at all, no. and then halfway through, it flips and it becomes a vampire film. So did this you, is... you
1: know right away, or did
0: you did you not know until she flipped, until she changed? Well, annoyingly, the um, thumbnail shows oh like a, yeah a vampire thing. So, but yeah. I'd forgotten that, but I, it was in the back of my mind that at some point. <laughs> something really weird is going to happen because there's yeah. this big, scary, white-faced creature. Um, so, yeah, I didn't know. But you could see the clues building up.
2: Yeah.
0: But no, I, I really um, enjoyed it. And, yeah, it starts off as like a, a hijack film, doesn't it? They're yeah. hijacking the plane, terrorists on the plane. There is some clues that the woman isn't quite normal or there's something weird with the kid or something's going on.
1: Yeah.
0: But, yeah, when when it flipped and she's struggling with wanting to eat people and protect her son and the rest of the innocent people on yeah. the plane she's kept her morals and you, you see her backstory a little bit and how she became a vampire yeah um, yeah I, I really really enjoyed it it surprised me how much I enjoyed it mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep afterwards not because it was scary but just because like, the adrenaline I was, I was pumped it was, I really enjoyed it yeah
1: Oh. Oh, I actually thought you were saying the same as me. Like towards the end, I tell you the stupidest line in the whole film, which really pissed me off. Um, <laughs> you know, at the end when no one's listening to the kid, and then he's running towards the plane. And I, 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 I said to my well, I was down here and I was watching it, and my daughter was playing over the other side of the room, mm. and um, she wasn't watching it, but she heard the kid, so she turned around. You know, and he says he wants his teddy bear, mm. so she turned around. And um, she must have been walking past to get some of And she, what was he want his teddy bear so bad? What's in his teddy bear? I was like, oh, she already didn't understand. <laughs> you know? But anyway, she, I says you can't watch it, so I paused it anyway. And then afterwards, when you know and he blows up the plane, I says to her, oh, he had a bomb in the in the teddy bear, like. Mm. And she was like, no, no, no. I was like, yeah, he did. Like she was laughing. She thought I was lying. Mm. But you know when he does that, and then the um, is it Farid? Yeah, runs back to the plane. And he's like, got the kid. And then the sergeant, or whatever, he's like, he goes on the phone and he goes, uncuff him. Yeah. I was like, fucking for real. Like, I know, like, I knew he was innocent, but I was like, is that just how love? is that just how it works now? Just uncuff him. <laughs> I was like, you how know, ridiculous. Mm. Just that bit really annoyed me, and obviously, um, there was a few other bits in there which was daft. But um I just found it like like obviously it's a B-movie yeah. 100% it's a B it's, it's, well it's probably got more budget than a B-movie but the idea is a B-movie <clears> like <throat> you know a vampire on a plane and that and I like the way at the end when um, basically like you says like she's had so much blood she can't fight it anymore can she
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: she, she can't so she has to like just leave him and um, is that who jumps out at the plane at the end when he's like running towards him and then he blows up the plane that's the money isn't it is it it's got to be, I think.
0: Because hmm. they were all, by the end of the film, Yeah, apart from the guy who was in the cockpit, Far- um, I can't remember his name, Farad, Farad. Yeah. him and the boy, somehow the boy, because oh, he's sat in sunlight, isn't he, at the end? Yeah. Yeah, he's, <clears throat> they're the only two that aren't infected. The rest of the plane are completely infected. Yeah. So it could have been anybody running towards him.
1: It's. Yeah, I just thought, like, you know, at the end, like, um... Obviously, they've got to end the film somewhere, but I just thought like the way they dealt with it, like not the, not the directors that, but like the, the way it was written for like the army to do what they did. I thought that's just so fucking dumb. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Like it just seems silly that they waited till it was, like night time to like infiltrate the plane. But like, there's only so many entrances, so why we'll not just do it in daylight anyway? Do you know yeah. what I
0: mean?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it just seemed really like I don't know. I don't know, mate. It just, it, it, just the ending for me was just a bit daft. But everything up to them was great. Like even the start when there was landing the planes, like I knew it was going to happen. But I thought, oh, this is dead interesting. Like, like it's really good the way they're doing it.
0: Mm. Because even if you did know what was going on that start, yeah, the predicament of, yeah, yeah. Do you? What, how do you approach that? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't know any of the actors or actresses.
1: That one guy was it? I think he was in Prison Break. You know the um, the main leader of the gang before he gets killed.
0: I've not seen Prison Break.
1: Yeah, and then um, the tall bloke—I um, can't think of his name. Um, I've seen him in some uh, English gangster films. Mm. Um, I didn't recognise the psychotic bloke.
0: He was good, though, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, he was good. I actually thought like he'd be a pretty decent joker in um, a TV show movie.
0: Oh, he would. Yeah, he's got the yeah. wiry frame, isn't he? Yeah, but
1: I um, didn't recognise anyone else. To be um, honest, yeah.
0: I thought the the kid actor was yeah a kid actor. He didn't like. <laughs> He's not going to win any Oscars with that performance, but he no, was good no, enough.
1: No, no. Yeah, he, he did his job. There, to be fair, he wasn't. Yeah, good. he didn't have much to do. Did he didn't have to run around and scream his
0: mom's name a few times? Yeah. The the bit with the bomb in the in the teddy bear that was obvious, but also yeah. also how did he know what to press? <laughs> yeah, to blow a plane up. Yeah, yeah, he was the terrorist. He was mm. the mastermind Yeah, all. he was. He was all in. I did think at the end that perhaps, um, you know, when she burns all the vampires in the in the, in the explosion, or that's yeah. how she was planning to kill them, and then obviously the kid does it. I thought the last scene would be that house where she burnt her first vampire. Yeah, I thought you'd see him just getting up and burning him doesn't work. <laughs>
1: oh, that was a good idea, yeah. That would be a very good twist, wouldn't it, That
0: Yeah, like they're all actually not dead. That, yeah. that doesn't work. That'd yeah, that cool. would be good. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was very good.
2: Yeah.
0: Great. So that's a thumbs up from me.
1: Yeah, same, yeah.
0: Right. Now, my pick, which was on uh, Prime, called yeah. The Dark, uh, full spoilers for The Dark, uh, I'll, I'll I'll read the um the intro thing the premise. Uh, Fright F- Fright Fest presents held by critics as the best horror film in recent memory. The Dark is a haunting and deeply intense atmospheric film about love, monsters, and revenge that is being compared to the spine-chilling Let the White One In. Love that film. <laughs> Mina stalks the forest uh, that saw her murder. Anyone who enters becomes her feast. But when she meets a young boy, she becomes his protector. And it just says, intense, exclamation mark, which is a bit unprofessional for, <laughs> for an intro. Yeah. Um, first of all, when she meets the boy, I was convinced that was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Were you?
1: I actually was, you know, like, when he's in the car, he's talking, and you can't mm. see no one in the mirror. I thought, he's fucking lost the plot, he has. <laughs> Until, obviously, she meets him.
0: Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. so the film in general, um, loved it. Uh, the intro, I found the intro really interesting. Because obviously, you're, you want that guy to die, the first victim.
1: Yeah, well, you don't. You're kind of more intrigued what he's done. Like, yeah. What's he running from? What's he running to?
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you don't know the kids in the back, do you, at the start? No. No. And then he, I'll tell you one thing I found a bit strange. When he, he's obviously on the run, um, he finds that abandoned house. Yeah. Which is kind of forced to stay in because he gets that puncture. Yeah. Which is a planned puncture, the the baddie or the, the yeah. suspected baddie that starts punctures the tyre. And then he he finds that house, he finds the fucked up room with all those scary sketches on the wall and thinks, Yeah, yeah. this is where I'll have a nap Yeah. <laughs> so that's not where you have a nap. That's like clearly someone's someone's sort yeah. of living there fairly recently at least yeah you don't lie down on that bed no but yeah anyway he he meets a grizzly death early on axe in the head and then uh, then the girl who kills him obviously finds the boy in the boot his eyes are scratched out so he can't see her that which is key um and they strike up a relationship so the girl who killed the guy has been living wild in the woods um Suspected. And yeah, and she's fucked up, isn't she? Her face is all distorted and mashed up and cut and bruised.
1: She's a zombie.
0: Are we supposed to think that?
1: Yes, 100%.
0: I did she's not get dead. a zombie.
1: Yeah, she's dead. She's undead, I mean. And then she's obviously, something in the woods brings her back.
0: That's not what I was getting.
1: In... That's what I was getting, so I did a re- I did a little read up, which I normally do after I watch a film to see if I got it, if I got it right, or if it's open for interpretation. And mm. that was pretty much what they set out to do. Mm. So he obviously, because I thought, what the fuck? The first time I seen, it, I was like, that is fucking messed up, man. <laughs> like really good, really good, like uh, makeup design. Mm. Really, I, would, I couldn't look at her properly. It was horrible, certain scenes. But then I noticed, like, I thought, well, is she fucking dead? Like, has she survived that, like? And I thought maybe it was one of his previous victims, because you don't find out due to the flashbacks.
0: Mm. But then so you thought it was, thought it was potentially a victim of his then, of the guy yes, she kills at the start?
1: Thought, yeah, and that's why I thought he didn't fucking... Because I thought, why is he not running away? You know what he got there and he found that, that screw, those screws in the knot and he'd drive over it I thought well he's not just going somewhere else and then he heard the herder moving through the bushes do you remember when he mm. finds the knot and I thought so I thought well he knows who's here he knows one of his victims is here or oh, he, ki- he thought he killed and he hasn't so he's probably thinking I'll finish the job hence the gun mm. hence why he didn't run off you know what I mean that's what I thought where he's taking all his victims or something but um, obviously not and then she gets him good but um she starts to come back to colour, doesn't she, as the film progresses. Yeah. She starts to find her humanity again.
0: Hmm. But I didn't I think she that's... was dead. I thought...
1: He buries her alive, way, eh? she's dead. Well, he smashes her fucking head in for one. And she's still breathing in the um, grave, which she would have died in the
0: grave anyway. Well, I don't know, because I think he's he attempts to molest her back at her own house when she's a normal teenager. Well, he has
1: molested her before. He's He's done it before. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then he's in the room again, going to do it again. She fights back, she retaliates. And then he smashes her head in with a (laughs) snow globe. And then he takes her to the woods and buries her. Yeah. Or attempts to bury her. And she pops out of the grave. And I thought she's just been battered. He thought she was dead. She wasn't dead. And now... She's this messed up kid. But I think what I thought was this is how she sees herself. Because she does those sketches, doesn't she, of herself. And they're all messed up and they're like her inner feelings more than what she actually sees. Mm-hmm. And then when you see the other, and when you she meets the boy who can't see her, and he can't, s- so he has no visual concept of her. Yeah. And then she, so she's not, judged by him the same way so she reached out, she helps him and she probably sympathises with him because he's a victim and then I thought she was sympathising with him helping him sort of getting him back to his actual family and in that process she goes through a healing and then it turns out that she wasn't as messed up as she thought and it was all mental and it was all in her head and the way she looked was in her head because by the end of the film She's like the normal girl. Yeah. And I thought she'd just come out of this mental anguish, this mental state, and was like more at peace with herself and was heading back out into the normal, back to a more normal life.
1: Maybe that's a metaphor for it, yeah, possibly, but she's got to be a zombie because she's eating human flesh. (laughs) (laughs) And she's eating human organs at one point, isn't she?
0: Yeah, which was intense. But, yeah, Yeah. she's eating the guy she killed... uh, paedophile at the start
1: and she spits out the human the normal food doesn't she
0: yeah when she tries the was it cereal like lucky child yeah. or something like that yeah. it's disgusting to her but i yeah. just thought that's because she's been so long without sugar she's used to eating like an animal
1: yeah there is that but then i thought which uh,
0: ouch excuse me
1: that i thought that but then I thought you know, she's way too young to be like how long has she been gone to not like me eating i have been, like i say your metaphor is pretty good to be fair like it doesn't make sense but I think if that's if the directors said she's a zombie she's a zombie yeah. maybe.
0: <laughs> yes that's true
1: <laughs> but like but maybe but the thing is once you're a zombie like how does she then transform back to being human like she, obviously she's dead she's dead yeah. yeah she's undead but which doesn't mean you're alive obviously but then the humanity comes back from looking after this kid and helping him find his home, and obviously he's got Stockholm syndrome because he's like, is it Joseph or Joe Joe Fast or whatever his name? He's all helped me. Mm. Um, he's just found these, which is not obviously more paedophiles to molest him and whatnot. And um, but
0: when he dialed the number, it was his parents. Oh, was it? Yeah. I
1: thought I thought he got she got the parents' number off him. Oh, no, because he's winding the parents up, isn't he? Doing that, apparently. Mm. mm. But, yeah, um
0: Well, no, is he? Because she says, oh, I got a call from this number earlier, and that's when he called and they answered, and he just hung up. Yeah. I think he was scared about the repercussions because he was saying, I can't go back or they'll hurt my family.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Uh, back, you know, like, I enjoyed it up to a certain point, and then... It was losing me a bit. I think, I think it was in the house when he kills the woman. Hmm. That bit started to lose me because I thought, why has he killed her? Like surely he knows that's like she's not fret- She's just threatening to kill the get- to shoot at if she if she doesn't. What does she say? Show her hands or something or move away or I can't think what she says to her.
0: I it's can't obviously- really know. She's, she's mocking her, isn't she? She's like, oh, is that Halloween costume?
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she's mocking her, yeah. But um, it started to lose me a little bit there. I don't know why. I thought the Three Hunters were. I thought that was almost like a comedy section. It was done so bad. <laughs> you know, you know when the Three Hunters are there, and he says, this is my brother, and this is my son. Mm. And then she kills the brother. And then I hate it when Cameron goes to that. Like, the, the, the show... Yeah, the, the, the folks in where the bad guy or the monster's going to come out, and like they act surprised when she stands up. Mm. Really, they could see her.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: hate it when they do that in films.
0: <laughs> They're you know, not seeing he, the camera moves.
1: Like, and he, he says something really cheesy, and then he pulls a knife out, and I think she kills him. Mm. And then the son, which I think he says, "This is my son." He's standing there taking a video of it. Yeah, he, he there's like a click, isn't he? Like. Click. He's yeah, taking a and picture, like, and he goes, "Oh really? shit!" So You've just executed your uncle and your father. In that's the first thing you think to do. And I was like, it's
0: "The I was youth like, of today."
1: Yeah, this more, <laughs> but yeah, this is more B movie than um, <laughs> blood red story. like, you know, when you read the um, thing at the beginning, and this is one of the, the best horrors in recent years. I just thought to myself, these people ain't watching horror films because. It's not don't get me wrong, it's not a terrible film, but it's not one of the best horrors in recent years. I said that about that film I watched the other week. What was it called? That midnight I can't think what it's called. The one I was telling you about before, I think, and um, that was just not scary at all. Now I know horror can take on different genres and different elements, but it's got to be scary to be a horror or get under your skin. Yeah. And they only got under my skin the first time I said like that. Is messed up. That is really good makeup. She's really fucking freaking me out. But then, as it went on, she started talking. I just thought, Man, I'm just looking
0: a bit saff now. Well, if you I don't know if you noticed, but the, her look did soften.
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah, she, a colour came back in that. Yeah,
0: colour came so back. Bought, the big I scar on her forehead went. Yeah, big. The big scar on her forehead went away for a little while. Yeah. But then I can't remember what happened. It might have been when she had to get the phone back.
1: Yeah.
0: She went back full full monster mode and looked awful yeah. again. And I thought that was that tied in with my metaphor thinking of how she's had to she was gradually coming out of that, being yeah. pulled out by his presence, the boy. And then she had to slip back into monster mode to get the job done. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs>
1: But when she scared the dog away in the cave, I think it was. That That was fucking odd, man. She looked really bad there, like really scary.
0: Yeah. That didn't make sense either, though. No. That bit, I thought, was a bit odd, because the dog would smell the boy, absolutely. Yeah. And it probably wouldn't be scared of a teenage girl growling.
1: Not really. Like, dogs, yeah, they can get intimidated and scared. but Very rarely do they just... Well, I'll say very rarely, but, like, I've never seen... I've seen dogs get intimidated, now, I've got a little dog, and he gets intimidated by a big dog, but he never runs off.
2: Mm. He
1: kind of, like, just freezes and goes, <laughs> <laughs> but he never legs it. Mm. Maybe, I don't know, I don't know, maybe I don't know enough about dogs, but um, that, that, the way they shot that looked good, but like you say, it probably didn't make much sense.
0: Mm. I did, um, maybe when they said oh, it was the best horror movie in years, maybe they just referring to the fact that it's a bit different
2: yeah,
1: possibly, it's a I bit,
0: don't, it's, it's a bit I, more to think about.
1: Yeah, the only way to me that they can even mention let the right let the right one in,
0: mm. in That's a
1: good film. It, with that is the fact that it's got two children in it, and one of them plays a protector, whereas in the let the right one in, he's playing he's not really her protector; he's like her guardian. Mm. By the end of the film, isn't he like he will now take care of her? Yeah. And she will take care of him. Mm. But that's yeah. I think it's a long reach if they're trying to compare it by as in standard of filmmaking. Because no,
0: <laughs> no, that is one of the one of my favorite films ever. I think yeah. they're the right one. in. this isn't up yeah. there with that, but I did enjoy it. It was um, it was really good. And did you notice that everyone in that film was a dick in the dark? Yeah, I yeah, mean. Pretty- Purposefully, apart from the guy who gets murdered at the start, and the, who's the clerk in the store, the old guy,
2: yeah,
0: and the two characters. Well, he was a
1: dick, wasn't he? The way he was speaking to the bloke, even though he's, I know he's a horrible pedophile, but he was speaking to him like a dick. When he yeah. says to him, "You come from your big shot town, looking for a bit <laughs> of fun, coming to Devils," and he's like, "You were speaking to him like a twat."
0: Yeah, that's true. But I mean, then you got jo- Joseph, the first character you meet. Yeah. Who's the paedophile. Yeah. And then you've got the woman in the house who's a dick that yeah. was like needlessly mocking the yeah. girl who broke in. I mean, yes, yeah, she's broken into your house, but mocking her is a bit much.
1: But did you actually think she had a mask on now?
0: I don't know, because my th- in my theory, she was a normal looking girl and in her head, she was the monster. So I that doesn't work with my theory, that whole scene.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, of course, yes, yeah, sorry yeah, so
0: I'm not really sure. It might just been that she looked so like dressed in such shabby clothes, but then the three people out looking for the boy, <laughs> the way they were talking, they were out just for the reward,
1: yeah, and two um, of them had high-vis on the la- I'm sure the lad didn't have a high-vis vest on, mm, but the other two did, yeah, but the mate's searching for him, and this they've got them chasing the kid and possibly an armed fugitive. And they've got knives. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got Hyvie's vests on where everyone has spotted them a mile off.
0: Mm. mm. Yeah. So, yeah, they were all dicks out for the reward, didn't care really about anything else. And then the police were all um, dicks. Like, everyone was. And then, although in the flashbacks, obviously, her mum was a dick, and yeah. the, her partner was a dick. Yeah. Dicks throughout. It's all dicks. No one was nice apart from the monster. I think that was probably intentional. The monster yeah. and the blind kid. But it seems yeah, it's almost too too obvious. Not yeah. not too obvious, too over the top in in Judy's point however, no one yeah. was on her side. No one was doing the right thing for the right reason. Yeah. It was all even the police were getting it being uh, Dix yeah which I found interesting and it ended on the same shot it opened on did you notice that
1: uh, let me think the... the opening and end shot yeah what was the opening shot now the opening the shot was
0: the highway and the car coming towards camera from a long way out yeah. and oh, it yeah. ends with her being picked up and they're going off on exactly the same road
1: you know that scene when uh, he's in the back of the pickup The the yeah. Yeah. Now I don't know if I got confused there. Was that Pedophiles picking him up again? Or was that that wasn't his family, was it?
0: I don't remember the bit you're talking about.
1: You know at the end when she chases it he gets put in the back of a pickup diary, the kid. And the pickup drives off and she jumps on the back of it to get to help him.
0: I can't remember.
1: Oh, my God. I'm not, I
0: remember, <laughs> remember the scene, but I can't remember who's picking him up.
1: Yeah, that's all I mean. And then she, the pickup flips over, mm. and he's somehow still alive in the pickup, isn't he? And there's a woman in the pickup, and she just lets her go. And I thought, was she driving the pickup? Was there someone else driving the pickup? I don't remember seeing a body.
0: Someone else was driving the pickup. There were two men in the front and the woman in the back.
1: And she was with the kid.
0: She was with the kid. And, they and she were let her across. go. I think so. They're all on about the reward. I wonder if that was the daughter of the woman they shot in the house. Oh yeah. I think that's what it was actually. Okay. It just lost
1: me for some reason at that point, and I—I I don't know if we're, whether I wasn't
0: concentrating properly or I missed something. I was like, that's how that's how it? they find him, isn't it? Because they say, "I'm just going to check on mum," and they're in the house. Yeah. That's that's what it was. That's the daughter, and they find the kid, and they they're going for the reward money. Yeah. And she checks, She jumps on the car.
1: But they must see her, like you says as the monster because obviously she's
0: like, uh, and she just lets her go and she just runs off. Yeah, because they're petrified of her. But then you would be, yeah. because she's jumping around and being animalistic, even if she didn't look yeah. how she thinks she looks or maybe if she did, I don't know. Yeah. But she can't return to a normal life because in the flashback she killed her mum. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: Mm. Did she kill the boyfriend or not? You don't see that, do you?
0: You don't see that, no. Sequel? Mm.
2: <laughs> no thanks.
0: <laughs> oh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. So you oh, were you were lukewarm on both films, were you?
1: Yeah, I think if if he told me if he says to me which I'd watch I'd rather watch Blood Sky again, Red Blood Sky, Blood Red Sky again. And I did enjoy Blood Red Sky for the most part. It was just the finale a bit like like a bit of it don't breathe too. Mm. But this lost me pretty much halfway through. It wasn't mm. a bad film by any means, but I just I was like, it's not scary. It's gone into road trip mode. Um, I don't know, man. It just yeah.
0: I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed this one more. Put the case really? forward for my film <laughs> not just because before we started recording we talked about introducing it, which film was best yeah yeah <laughs> not just because we like,
1: draw this week aren't
0: I think we <laughs> are was... going to draw because I think you're going to pick Blood Red Sky and I'm going to yeah, The 100%. Dark
1: yeah, mm. not just because it's my film because I was actually when I watched Blood Red Sky I thought that was good that was mm. but I actually thought The Dark would be better than that from what I've from what, you know like the synopsis and what I've read and stuff
0: and the hype but, it got yeah
1: yeah but I didn't think it was worthy of the, the, some of the like praise it was getting. Hmm. But sometimes someone comes out and it's so different from what you're normally getting in the horror movies. Like People like shit their pants and go, oh, my God, <laughs> this is going to be huge. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is the new wave. of I thought, if that's our new horror wave, oh, fucking hell, man. I oh, are we watching horror?
0: Remember back in the day when
1: The Blair Witch came out? Oh, we was on a bit of that today. Me and my mate, was. he said his wife um was sick watching it because um the motion sickness from the camera.
0: Oh not because it was scary.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's not scary, is it the blair? Witch? It's just it's no. confusing. You just can't see nothing. It's unwatchable in my eyes.
0: Yeah. It's not the best film. I barely remember it to be honest, but yeah, I I remember watching thinking that was a lot of hype about nothing.
1: Yeah. Made the money off it, though. People was coming at the cinema saying, oh, my God, it's the scariest thing I've ever seen. Like, nope. <laughs> nope,
0: nope, 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 nope. Not at all.
1: Yeah, so it's a draw this week. A I'm going to vote for my film. You're going to vote for yours.
0: 1-1. Mm. One, one.
1: That's fair enough.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I, thought you'd, I thought you'd like both of those films as much as I did, because I liked both nope. a lot.
1: I was too harsh on Blood Red Sky. Like, I've made it sound like I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy Blood Red, Blood Red Sky, and I'll probably watch it again at some point. Mm. But it, 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 like I didn't expect it to blow me away. Mm. But like I say, you know, the bit probably when when um, he turns himself, the, the maniac,
0: mm.
2: and
1: then he starts turning everyone on the plane. I was starting to get a bit fed up with it then.
0: Yeah, his character went a bit far. Yeah he was a bit too um, composed when he had her pinned down. Did you think?
1: Um, which bit was that?
0: When, when he took her blood.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I don't know if you'd think to do that.
1: I like the fact that the vampires didn't just heal, that they had to have blood yeah. to heal and regain the strength and stuff. Well, that was quite cool. Like, they did mm. stuff like that. Mm.
2: that
1: well, maybe good. that was partially because she just wasn't full vampire as well. She was like, she hadn't really dined
0: on blood, had she? Well, no, because she was doing those injections. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought it was a good film, very good film. But Like I say, it's just let down by a few little, not plot holes, but leaps, leaps of um, storytelling.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. No, no, no.
0: It's hilarious that Evie knew there was something in the teddy. <laughs> you are. Oh I mean, yeah. yeah, she's like,
1: see, like, she's like she, just, she just, she ate too daft like that, she loves her films, but, it was so bloody obvious,
0: wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, and it was obvious what was in it as well <laughs> to everybody watching.
1: Yeah, if you've been paying attention, yeah, you'd know. Mm. All right, so we've got a draw this week.
0: Yep, draw this week. So let's announce our next films. Let me load my synopsis up. I think it's still there. Wait, what am, what am I picking? What am I picking? I don't know. It's your no, I, mean, no, I mean, from which which service? Your Netflix. i Netflix. Here we go. I should have seen this by now, but I've never seen this before. It's an old film. It's from 1988. I bet you'd get it straight away. In this animated film, based on the manga series, two childhood friends are pulled into the underworld of Neo-Tokyo and forced to fight for survival. Any guesses...
1: Is that the synopsis?
0: Yeah, it's not a Kira, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, have you seen You've
1: it? A Kira, yeah, of course.
0: I've what never you? seen it. Oh, yeah. No. Oh,
1: you're gonna like that.
0: I hope so.
1: I was watching the trailer for it the other day, and I thought, "Wow, Japanese animation was so far ahead of its time." Yeah. Like I was watching like the Ghibli trailer, and I was thinking, "How hey, the flipping heck does that look so good from like 1980s?" My it
0: name is really out. well. It ages so well.
1: Yeah, but yeah, uh, Akira, oh my god, the start to that film is brutal, really good film though. So when did you last watch this? Oh, over a decade ago,
0: easily. Okay, so you're going to rewatch? Yes,
1: 100%, yep. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Right, oh, I know yours, because we talked about it before. Yeah, I'll let you
1: do the synopsis.
0: Okay, it's on Prime, isn't it? In the lawless border, in the lawless border area stretching between the US and Mexico, an idealistic FBI agent played by Emily Blunt is enlisted by an elite government task force official to aid in the in the escalating war against drugs. The film is Sicario? Is that how you yep, say yep. it? Sicario. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Mm. I've never seen this. I do remember it being on Prime before. I recognise this image. I'm thinking I might watch that. So good.
1: I actually, it's... Eat- Barry, I think it's Barry Barry Jenkins, the DLP, the cinematographer. I think he's the cinematographer in this. And it's, is it Delis, Dennis Villeneuve, Villeneuve? I don't know the name his name. <laughs> Basically, no, Arrival. Oh, yeah. It's him. It's just, oh, he made
0: it. I love Arri- Arrival.
1: So he made this before, and um. I was pretty sure, I was like, no, I was actually, I was 100% sure I was going to get film of the week next week, but because you picked Akira, it's going to be close.
0: Ooh, that'll be interesting.
1: I mean, Sicario, I mean, if you come back and say, no, I didn't really do much for me, I'm just, I think we're just not going to be friends anymore.
0: End <laughs> <laughs> the podcast, that'd be the last episode.
1: <laughs> it's just so good, Sicario is, you know. I tell people to watch it and people who probably don't kind of appreciate filmmaking that. Have said to me, yeah, it was all right. I'm like, all right. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's total, Like this is, I won't ruin it for you, but this is seen early on, and they're on um, a highway, and it is so tense. It's just, oh my god, it's <laughs> almost unbearable. First time you see it, and you'll you'll see that you'll know what I'm on about when you watch it. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's a fantastic film. I can't remember Akira, clearly, off the top of my head. Certain, certain scenes I can remember in my head, like the motorbike fights at the start and that, but um, and the ending, but it's, I, think it's, I think it's telekinesis as well in uh, Akira. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, But it's because um, I like psychic powers and stuff, but it's, it's really, really good, and visually, whew. It's like up there with, like, you know, it's, like it's obviously made before it. I'm sure it was made before it, but it's like up there with Ghost and Shell is like the greatest mangas ever made.
0: Mm, I think that came before. <laughs> I can remember seeing this in gaming magazines and magazines yeah. when I was like. Yeah, it's 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 pop culture. Yeah, really young.
1: It's one of those, like, um, like you know, um, Ty. Like, oh, I can never pronounce his name. But you know him about the New Zealand director. Yeah. To, well.
0: Yeah, him. In, <laughs>
1: He signed on to make this into a live-action film about three, four years ago, didn't he? Mm,
0: I don't, well, I don't
1: I think, know. Yeah, but I think he's left the project now. But um,
0: mm.
1: I think it's Warner Brothers have been trying to get it made for years and it'll never take off. There was rumours Nolan wanted to do it, but he ended up making Tenet. I don't think he ever was in the in the line, to be honest, for you to make it. Um, but I think it'll never get made, and I don't want it to get made Not um, after Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell was like it wasn't terrible, and if Ghost in the Shell had just come out and we hadn't had the original manga, I'd have probably watch it. God, that was a bad film that one. But because I've seen the original, mm. you watch it and you think,
0: God, that was really bad compared to the original. Ghost in the Shell is, well, it's, it is very good.
1: Yeah, it's the original is really good, isn't it? But you just like yeah, you just yeah, it just wasn't good. Steven Spielberg produced it, so I was really hyped for it, but no. Mm. Just one of them films. James Cameron wanted to make Ghost in the Shell. It's his favourite ever um, manga. But um, I don't think they would have ever
0: given the budget to make it. Well, it looked like it had a bit of a budget when they remade it with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, but we're talking James Cameron budget here. I <laughs> <laughs> don't think
1: he like makes films under 200 million anymore, do they?
0: Plenty. hell. Is, that, um, his Avatar sequels must be coming out soon. Yeah, is it next year?
1: I have no interest in that at all.
0: I bet the trailer brings you in. I didn't like the first one. first one was okay.
1: Oh, I, I thought it was really bad, I did. That's the guy at don't breathe, isn't it? He? he was in that. Oh, is it? Yeah, the blind guy. He's one of the... He's like the sergeant or the drill sergeant. Age, yeah, you know? I think
0: you're right with the big scratch across his face.
1: Scratch or scar? Well, both. You're going to compare... He's like uh, Mustafa. <laughs> like, with his big scratch across his face. But... Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I was going to say, I'm not really into the Avatar films. So it's just too much CGI for me. It was a of CGI. Yeah. I mean, it's, it has to be done, doesn't it, for what they're doing, but it just it didn't really interest me either. But um, yeah, I don't know if they're going to do that, because like, 3D is just dead in cinemas, isn't it? So are they coming out as 3D films?
0: I presume so, because that's that was the film that launched it wasn't it really it really put it back on the map
1: yeah but 3D is basically dead in cinemas unless they've still got the um, ability to play 3D films but if they have I just don't see people flocking to watch it in 3D again
0: I bet they will still show it Um, we'll do it'll be massive in China
1: because China love anything like that don't they, they like um, uh-huh. the superhero films and all that kind of action based stuff yeah CGI and stuff they love it don't they so it'll be massive in China um i'm not sure anywhere else but isn't he making two of them or three of them at the same time
0: i think so i think is it going to be overall going to be a trilogy or is he making another three i don't
1: know, I don't know. but i'm sure it's cost two billion or something Daft like that to make these next two three films
0: well the first one was the record breaker at the time wasn't it is it still the no
1: trilogy? i'm to about i production costs just to make them yeah, that's what I'm sure I read. They've spent something like one or two billion to make these three films. Because the first one cost about 300 million to make, and I think it's made two billion at the box office, hasn't it? It made a stupid amount of money.
2: Well, you can understand
1: it's... them backing him with one to two billion to make the next three films. Yeah. But, mate, if that first one doesn't go gangbusters... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah?
0: Yeah, it's like those um first three Star Wars films that... <laughs> that came out. Oh, man. I, I reckon still...
1: Ubisoft, the Ubisoft Avatar game looks really good, don't they?
0: Yeah, I keep hearing that. I've not ever seen it running.
1: No, normally, me. But um, it's not something, even if it was great, it's, it'd probably be something that I just wouldn't get interested because in, I feel like it's like um, Star Wars and, you know, like Star Trek and all those, where you need to know the whole lore of the universe
0: that the, yeah. they've created. I, it would have to be a very special game to get me to play a Star Trek yeah. game. Yeah. I reckon that's good on the VR, don't they? That bridge one. Yeah, that was an interesting concept, that was, wasn't it? Yeah. That was just like all controlling the same spaceship in a in a fight, wasn't it? All different things to do. It looked really good.
1: Oh, I think. oh yeah, I've got 8% left. I was just, just, so just checking it at 8%. Carry on, sorry. I
0: was just saying the concept of that Star Trek game did look really good and interesting. Yeah. I yeah. would have tried that actually if if I knew enough people with VR and willing to pay for it. Oh,
1: is it multiplayer?
0: Is it? Yes, you have to play multiplayer.
1: Oh, I didn't realise it had to be
0: multiplayer. I just thought like it was like you kept switching between all the characters. No, well, I don't know if you can do that. But the way I understood well, the way I understood it was it's four. I think it's four people all controlling different part of this ship, or maybe three people yeah. controlling the ship and one person who can see what all of them are doing. Trying mm-hmm. to give them, tell them what to do. It's a cool yeah. concept for a game. Cool concept yes. for lots of arguments. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Right, that's a bit of a tangent. We normally wrap it straight after the film club.
1: <laughs> oh no, yeah. I was just say, like, just can you edit it to just put the wrap in?
0: Wrap, yeah, probably. Let's uh, let's wrap now. Let's um, finish it. let um, A quick reminder, the films for next time are Akira, which is A-K-I-R-A, if you're searching for it on Netflix, and Sicario, S-I-C-A-R-I-O, on Prime. Not, not <laughs> dyslexic-friendly, these two, I have to say. Speaking as dyslexic, these two are not dyslexic-friendly. I'm just
1: going to say, why no, are you spelling them out?
0: Because <laughs> they're not easy films. I mean, Akira should pop up if you've ever watched anything manga on Netflix before because it just will and Sicario just search Emily Blunt if you can't spell Sicario yeah that's <laughs> a good job um,
1: you know what I'll probably just tell you now my probably ne- my next Netflix pick will possibly be The Iron Giant because it's coming <laughs> Is it on? it's coming back on next week oh
0: beautiful film
1: yes one of my favourite if not my favourite animation ever <sighs> hand drawn animation anyway
0: ahead of the Ghibli yes
1: Iron Giant is a perfect movie absolutely oh. perfect
0: i have watched that with Nora
1: my, my eldest yeah Harrison I used to watch that probably weekly with Harrison when he was a nipper really yeah he loved it man and he loves um, Real Steel with Hugh Jackman the boxing robots oh,
0: I've never seen that oh,
1: haven't you seen that no oh you'd like that Ant. that's a nice film that is is
0: that on anything at the moment yeah,
1: uh, check Netflix and Prime. I'm not sure, but I bought it on blu because You used to watch it and record it and watch it that often, so I just bought him my copy.
0: Real Steel. Yeah, Real Steel. Not currently on Prime. Unless you're gonna pay for it. Anyway, this is boring, this bit of the podcast, isn't it? Let me we'll do that
1: after. Just get it on eBay. Come on, eBay. That's what I do now. I just buy I'll just, just start buying books. I'll, I'll let you wrap up, sorry. Did you finish yeah. wrapping up on that?
0: No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you for listening. This has been the We Don't Grow Out podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, it is at We Don't Grow Out on Twitter and at We Don't Grow Out on Instagram. And we will catch you next time where we you will have watched Akira and Sekiro.
2: You yeah, <laughs> boy. <laughs>